0: Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for another episode of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Hi. Hey, how's how it going? You? Good, how are you?
1: Good. Decent amount of news today.
0: Yeah, for once.
1: <laughs> so uh, what's the big news today?
0: So the big news is that Disney has released official dates for annual passholder previews for Galaxy's Edge. Um, all sorts of... Different levels, Platinum, Platinum Plus, and Premier Pass holders will soon have an opportunity to register for an out-of-this-world adventure at the all-new Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, Cast member previews were uh, released two days ago, and I've heard rumor that some Club 33 members have previews as well. But this uh, this is big because this is letting the general public into Galaxy's Edge in Orlando for the first time.
1: Looks like they're going to do August 17th to the 21st and they're sending out invitations by email yep. to those uh, pass holders who qualify. Uh, I thought it was, it's neat that they're doing the pass holders here in um, Orlando versus, you know, they didn't do that when they, out oh, in California.
0: Yeah. Uh, and if you are lucky enough to be one of those uh, who gets to go in, you have to uh, register in advance. Um, they're limited. You get one reservation per pass holder. They're non-transferable. They can't be sold or bartered. No modifications to the uh, reservation. Um, if you want to bring a guest with you, the guest must also be a Platinum, Platinum Plus, or Premier Pass holder and be listed on your family and friends list uh, within My Disney Experience.
1: now oh, that's a little bit of a caveat because I mean, there's some people that will get the um, that will get the passes just to for the free parking. Like if you're there for kind of like eight days, makes sense for one person to get one you know just for parking and all that sort of thing but then the rest of your group wouldn't have it right so those people it's not gonna be much good to them go by themselves it's not as much fun at all
0: unless you're a star wars fan
1: well yeah i mean of course but even as a star wars fan it's a whole lot more fun to share it with someone else
0: right um further information uh, millennium falcon smugglers run and other offerings will be available on a first come first served basis um, you may not be able to experience all of the offerings during the event. I'm assuming that that means uh, just because you go in there doesn't mean you're guaranteed a slot on uh, the Smuggler's Run. Um, pass holders may experience wait times during this event, and uh, offerings, prices, and experiences are subject to restriction and change or cancellation without notice, which doesn't sound too happy. Um, Oga's Cantina...
1: Yeah, there was some – it's hard to get into, right, in the, in California. Yeah. So I think they, like – it's almost, like, ticketed there. You have to, like, stand in line for a ticket and then – Right. It was, well, like, your entry time, something like that. So who knows if they're going to do that again. But they've got um, a maximum of two drinks per guest. You have to be um, over 21 to have alcohol, of course. Uh, it's mostly standing room in there, limited seating, so seating is not guaranteed. They like everyone to know. Um, and then also there's the Sabi's Workshop – for the lightsabers, which are um, 199 dollars per lightsaber plus tax, um, you have to be... At least one person in your party has to be 14 years old, so you can't just send your kids in there with a whole bunch of money right. and let them go crazy. But
0: once again, if you're a family of four with uh, four annual passes and your whole family gets in for the previews and only one person wants to build a lightsaber... Uh, all four of you can't go in. You're limited to one builder plus a guest. So right. uh, they're trying to keep crowds small. Uh, you're allowed one lightsaber per build experience. And lightsabers are non-refundable and not eligible for annual pass holder or other discounts.
1: In other lightsaber news, <laughs> who knew there would be some? Right. Um, over at Galaxy's Edge in California, um, they've instituted a new policy that you they have these, what, extra pieces? You know probably know more about this than I do. Yeah. Additional scrap metal, they call them. Um, and I guess they were selling out of the pieces. Now they've instituted um, a rule that you have to buy these pieces within 48 hours of building your lightsaber. Um, and it also applies to uh, guests who are building the um, R-series or BB-series...
0: Droids. Droids, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. It's just like this big black market for scrap metal pieces.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, well, it's a good way to keep it off of eBay. I think that makes sense as a rule. Mm-hmm. Um, it really stinks though for people who got there, you know, as some of the first people were super excited about it and bought their lightsabers um, early on because this. 48-hour rule means that they cannot buy those extra pieces for their um, for their lightsaber. You know, it would be kind of fun to, like, go back after, you know, every time you visit, maybe and get a different kind of a piece to change your lightsaber. You won't be able to do that anymore. Right.
0: Well, at least right now. Right. Yeah. Who knows what the future will hold if they ramp up uh, manufacture of these pieces. Yeah, then I don't care. Everybody can have them. Right. Then they'll be giving them away. They'll be like pins. They'll be like pin collecting. Mm-hmm. You know, there'll be all sorts of scrap metal trading going on, and and then in five years, you won't be able to find any scrap metal uh, anywhere. What are we going to do? I don't know. Did you see, speaking of pins, uh, from now on, the park-exclusive pins are not being sold at the Disney Springs Pin Trading Center. You can only buy those in the parks.
1: Well, that kind of makes sense, doesn't it? It does. I like it.
0: But it's, you know, just another way to get somebody to buy a ticket.
1: Uh, I guess. But, like, why would you buy a... That doesn't make sense to have a park-exclusive pin that you don't even buy in the park.
0: Well, yeah, but you're on property.
1: Yeah, but you're just going there to do buy they, it and probably sell it somewhere else.
0: Can you still do the two-hour... Do they still have the shopping pass that they used to do at the Magic Kingdom? I don't know. Where you can go in the park for an hour, tell them you wanted to buy something, and then come back out? No, I don't know. Interesting. We'll have to look okay. that up. Uh, back over to Florida for some Star Wars hotel news. Um, so the Star Wars hotel rooms are taking shape. Um, there are 32 regular rooms and two first class cabins on each floor. It's a two story resort. Uh, the resort's kind of going to be more like a cruise ship, which is why they were, they are referring to these rooms as uh, cabins mm-hmm. or state rooms. Um, they're going to have integrated bunk beds with windows that are going to show uh, scenes from space. So essentially, they're going to be like the magic portholes on some of the Disney ships, right. where the you know it's probably a four K monitor, uh, where there's going to be an occasional X wing flying past, or you're going to see star fields, or you're going to make the jump to light speed, or Vader's going to fly by, or uh, possibly a starfish comes up and peels off your window. Oh no, that's the ship. Um,
1: so, do you know, can you see this construction, like, from Hollywood Studios?
0: No, because it's in the back side of Galaxy's Oh, it's probably on the other side Edge. of Galaxy's
1: Edge. So, once Galaxy's Edge opens up, you should be able to see it.
0: Right. So, it's supposed to provide the guests with a seamless experience for Galaxy's Edge. So, what people are assuming is going to happen, and, and this is all supposition, because this resort is going to be a very high-end boutique resort. Um, you know, probably up on, on the likes of probably $1,000 a person per night. Mm. Um but it's, it's essentially going to be a landlocked cruise where you are delivered via a shuttle to your resort. Um, they want to have a security checkpoint so that if you leave to go into Galaxy's Edge, uh, you don't have to go through security again. It's going to be very controlled. There's supposed to be a back entrance into Galaxy's Edge so you can go on adventures after hours. Yeah, I was
1: going to say, I wonder if it'll be open. It, like in, It sounds like it's going to be places. cool.
0: But, you know, once again, if, if our family were to do it, you're not a big Star Wars fan. The girls aren't big Star Wars fans. Are you going to tell me that we're going to sign up for a three night cruise or a two night cruise, and go to Disney World? And I want to stay in the Star Wars Resort because I want to experience it. You guys can't go to Disney Springs while I'm there. You can't.
1: Yeah, no. You know I mean, it? it wouldn't happen for us. And and I'm wondering. I mean, look, three nights almost seems like a lot. It's. I think that's. It's probably. They're probably going to be the also probably going to have one and two night packages, which I would think like two nights is probably a better um, amount of time because it's only, there's only Galaxy's Edge. There's not that much right. there f- right. for it plus this one resort. And if that's the only thing you can do, this is the only, that's it.
0: But it's supposed to be like a fully immersive thing where everybody's, uh, you know, in character. Um, yeah. But then the other thing is if your family's going to Disney for six nights, And you're doing two nights in the Star Wars resort. Then you've got to switch resorts midway through your stay. Yeah. You know what a pain that is. Yeah,
1: but Disney tries to make it as easy as possible for you when you do that. They do. And I'm sure if you're paying that kind of top dollar and they'll probably be trying to roll these into that type of a trip because they want you to stay. They don't want you to come down for your two night stay and then leave. So I'm sure they'll have packages that include both and it'll include, you know, transporting your all your luggage and all that to a different resort or, you know. Be mm-hmm. For you, or however they want to do it, but, um. yeah, but
0: it's supposed to be cool. They're supposed to have robot butlers <laughs> and a uh, swimming pool, and you know, I, I just think it's kind of going to be like a starship uh, theme. Um, you know, I can even see there being like a, a a dining, like they do on on board the Disney cruise lines, where everybody goes and it's a you know the restaurant is there, yeah, and you'll have like a, a dinner seating. Right. Um, there's rumored that there's going to be a show. Uh, that was yeah. originally scheduled right. for I uh, Galaxy's Edge. Um, it, it'll be interesting. I'm really interested to see what the pricing is going to be.
1: Yeah, I think that. I mean, there's no way our family of four would, no. would do it. it. Just doesn't make sense for us. No, I mean, uh, you've it'll be a, a hardcore
0: Star, Star Wars fan, yeah. and I can see a lot of like bromance type trips exactly. going, where you know, hey, David and I are going to go. Or yeah, I mean, there's plenty know.
1: of there's plenty of women that you know enjoy it, and plenty of couples that enjoy it. Um, just for us, like, even... We just don't happen to be a couple that enjoys yeah, it. Yeah, and, like, you, it's expensive, too, but even if it wasn't expensive, I, I can't see myself two Ooh. days having it I mean, it, be... was,
0: it was tough enough getting <laughs> you onto a Star Wars cruise.
1: Right, yeah. You know, and having
0: you enjoy that one day that was all Star Wars related.
1: Yeah. It's not for me, but it does... It seems cool. If it was themed around something else,
0: mm-hmm. I would like it. Right. Um... Like a tequila thing. Here. Maybe there's a tequila <laughs> tasting on board the cruise ship, the, the Starliner cruise Ooh, ship. Ooh, What's
1: a Star Wars uh, alcohol?
0: Um, I don't know. It's probably tequila. <laughs> they probably have tequila in the future.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Um, and now back into Hollywood Studios, the walls have been changed and shortened. Uh, so the construction walls that were in place in Grand Avenue have been knocked down and have shorter construction walls, which allow guests to look into the Black Spire Outpost, which is, uh, you know, it's just a little more of a tease. Not bad enough that you could see, uh, from Toy Story Land, some of the, uh, you know, some of the, the ships that are in there and, and some of the buildings and whatnot, but now they're actually letting you look down from, uh, Grand Avenue, so,
1: um... Well, it's getting really close. They gotta get people psyched up for it.
0: It is. It is.
1: Um, I guess the whole, one side of Hollywood Boulevard's also closed, um, all the stores, mm-hmm. um where Keystone Clothiers and the Legends of Hollywood Store and Mickey's of Hollywood are. Um, that's all closed. They should, it's supposed to open um, this summer, which there's not a whole heck of a lot of summer left, so it shouldn't right. be too much longer. Well oh, no. We're only a
0: month into summer. There's still two months.
1: You're right. I always think of it as like June, July, August, but I guess technically it's...
0: Summer's June 20th to September. So we got another September. like month. It's June to July is one month. Then you got July to August, August to September.
1: I don't know what your point is. We have
0: three months. We, oh, we're summer! One, we're yes. one month into summer. You said summer's almost done, but we're one month into summer.
1: We're all the way through June, and we're almost all the way through July.
0: But summer started June June twentieth.
1: Let's that's argue. Let's thinking.
0: argue. This is this is what it's <laughs> like to take. It. See, if you're commuting with us instead of listening to this podcast, we'd be arguing. Yeah, about this something. is just
1: what it would be like. See, you're like it's like you're with us. Um. Also, at the Chinese theater, the walls are still up, and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway should be opening uh, early next year. So I guess things are moving along on there. We can't see anything, but it's happening.
0: Yep. Um, Now completely leaving Hollywood Studios and heading over to the Magic Kingdom. Lots going on at the uh, park's entrance, specifically the boat launches. Uh, The week of July 29th, there are going to be some enhancements. Um, Security is going to be moved to a temporary tent. The Grand, Polynesia, uh, Grand Polynesian, Grand Floridian, and Polynesian launch boats will be moved to the center launch where Fort Wilderness and the and uh, Wilderness Lodge currently go. Um, and you're going to uh, have a new pathway. Um, canopies for the boat re- resort launches are going to be removed. Uh, they're they're just really reconfiguring. All of the the boat launches. There's going to be a new boat launch called the Gold Launch, which is over uh, next to where the uh, monorail uh, station is. Um, It's kind of going to tie into where the new path, the walking path coming over from the Grand Floridian is, which I'm sure you'll talk about in a second. Uh, So, yeah, there's going to be some green space. Um, You know, right now, getting off of that area, if you come down the monorail thing, it's a little kerfluffle.
1: Yeah, it's hard, like... The people coming in, or you know, running into the people coming out, and it's there's no um, clear path, so they're trying to make that a little bit better, and, and hopefully it works.
0: Right, and this this is, security checkpoint is going to be in the large entryway uh, over by the bus loop and um, ferries, where the large ferries drop you off. Uh, so it'll, it'll funnel there, which is kind of nice because uh, having those multiple security checkpoints. You know, kind of spread out a little bit. It was a, a bit of a, a nightmare. Right. Um,
1: also sort of in that area, uh, the the Grand Floridian Walkway, they're working on that. Um, it's under construction. They've got materials over by the electrical water pageant canal for the bridge that's going to span that gap. So that'll, that'll be, be that'll super, be nice, super nice. I mean, that's one of the main reasons that I would choose the Contemporary as probably one of my favorite Deluxe is possibly Mm -hmm. my most favorite. It's it's just all about that walk to the Magic Kingdom. Right. That convenience cannot be beat. I mean, the monorail's great. It's super convenient when it's not the end of the night. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the night, the monorail's packed. You've got all these people. You're waiting in line. But... If you're at the Contemporary, you just hoof it back. It's not that long a walk. It is just spectacular. So to have that option for some other um, resorts, but is you know great. what
0: that what you just said right there is it's it's just a quick hop, skip, and a jump to the Contemporary. If you're taking the walking path to the Grand Floridian or even the Polynesian for that matter, because you know you can walk currently from the Polynesian to the Grand Floridian. Now you'll be able to actually walk from the Polynesian all the way to the park. But you're probably talking a good half mile.
1: Mm, that's to true. three
0: quarters of a mile to get to the Grand Floridian. You know, if, if you're leaving after fireworks and your kids are tired and you've got the stroller and you're yeah. carrying one kid, you know, I'd still much rather make that walk to the Contemporary. You know than how the much Grand, I hate crowds. Grand Floridian.
1: I think I'd sacrifice my feet for right. to I stay I, away from the crowd. I would
0: like to see them complete that loop. I would like to see a pathway from the Contemporary to the Ticket and Transportation Center. Not that you need it for anything, Uh, but just if they're, if they're now going to connect all three of those resorts, so you're going to be able to walk from the contemporary to the magic kingdom, to the grand Floridian to the Polynesian, to the ticket and transportation center, that only piece missing would be the ticket and transportation center to the, uh, uh, contemporary, which would be a nice loop, especially if you're a runner or a walker. Like Yeah. Maybe
1: they will include it. Right. It would make sense. Uh,
0: so while we're at the magic kingdom, there are going to be some enhancements to this year's Mickey's Boo to You Halloween Parade, which will be uh, presented uh, twice nightly as part of the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Um, they've added some new floats. Uh, the Incredibles and Edna Mode will be followed by Buzz Lightyear and alien-, alien Explorers discovering crystalline treasures on the surface of a planetary playset.
1: I love that they've repurposed some old floats. Right. <laughs> From, so, uh, as Cheryl that.
0: said, uh, that's exactly what they're doing here. Um the uh, floats have been uh, repurposed. The Incredibles Parade floats are from last year's Incredible Tomorrowland Expo. Uh, and Buzz's float is the old Jack Sparrow float with intergalactic crystals on it. Um, so uh, pretty, pretty exciting news if you are a fan of the uh, parade. Uh, the other thing to note is that the Haunted Mansion float will not only feature the hitchhiking ghosts, but the Spectral Bride.
1: Yeah, they've got a couple of new things also um, as a part of the Not So Scary Halloween Party this year. They've got the Disney's Not So Spooky Spectacular, um, which I guess is like a fireworks show. Um, It's a spellbinding display. Follow Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy as they trick or treat at a mysterious haunted house where they encounter dancing skeletons. Waltzing Ghosts and Disney Villains. Oh yeah, state-of-the-art projection effects, lasers, lighting, and dazzling fireworks. So um, that's new this year. And then also there's a new interactive treat trail at the Monsters Incorporated Laugh Floor. Um, I guess the characters will interact in all new ways with the comic... With uh, Will it interact with... We will interact with the comic cast of Monsters as they learn about the curious human world holiday we call Halloween.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So Excellent. We love the left floor. If they're going to do something extra fun with that, I right. need to see it.
0: All right. Do you know what the capital of, of France is? What is it? F.
1: Ah, very funny.
0: Um. Uh, so if you want to go to the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Parade this year, uh, the party kicks off in August. Of course. <laughs> and, you know, they, they want to push it back to start in May, but I guess they'll settle for mm-hmm. August. Um, August 16th through probably November, yeah, November 1st. Mm-hmm. November 1st, yeah. Uh, Tickets are going to range, depending upon the night and the time of year, uh, from $74 for children or $79 for adult to the high end of $130 for children and $135 for adults. Now, those two uh, final prices are on Halloween, which is the most popular night for the uh, party. Um, But you'll see prices get high as the time approaches. I I don't like that they do their tiered pricing for the party as well, but, yeah. you know, Disney's like never the, one to, to shy away from making The $1. Friday
1: nights in October, it was like $115 for an adult ticket, I think, mm-hmm. it, was, it was about what that was, so. All right. Um, let's see, also going on, uh, some of the resorts. The Art of Animation has a lobby refurbishment going on. They're doing new floors, um... They look really nice. They're colorful and shiny. Uh, the old floors were, I don't know if they were like a carpeting or like a rubberized, but they weren't very nice looking. Um, there's also sections of the lobby blocked off with plastic sheeting and construction walls. Uh, so it's not looking so pretty. I, I hope it's finished soon.
0: Yeah. Um, now, unfortunately, uh, you know, as part of Disney News, there's always legal issues. Um you know, I, I think a lot of us saw the viral video of uh, a week and a half ago of the family fighting in uh, Disneyland. I did not. You did not see no, that? No, you'll have to show me. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, that was pretty funny. But uh, we've had some violence in uh, the Magic Kingdom in Florida as well, where a guest was recently removed. I'm sorry, it wasn't the Magic Kingdom. It was in... Uh,
1: Hollywood Hollywood Studios. Studios.
0: But a guest punched a cast member in the face because she could not get a fast pass for the uh, Tower of Terror.
1: A little unreasonable.
0: Um, Apparently, the cast member was working with the woman to try to get her a fast pass and help her out in her situation, and the woman... Lost it Punched the cast member In the face And then started Pushing buttons On the ride. Yeah
1: that is, Who starts pushing buttons She might have had A screw loose
0: uh, Well you never know Or she was just All hopped up On pixie dust Um Uh of, You know Of course officials Were called in She was removed From the parks They opted not to uh, The cast member Opted not to Press charges However, it was noted uh, that Disney did ban this woman from, I think she's from the Chicago area, but she was banned uh, from the Walt Disney World property for life, so...
1: No taking the grandkids to Disney World? No,
0: no. It's, uh, now, I wonder if she's banned from all Disney properties or just Walt Disney World, because... You know, I'd, I'd hate to see her.
1: I would think it's probably all Disney properties.
0: Or at least domestic Disney properties. Maybe she can fr- fly to France. And, maybe and they go. don't,
1: like, pass the list along to the international locations. Right, like
0: Interpol doesn't get a, a <laughs> list of uh, miscreants from Derby. <laughs> from Derby. Yeah. <laughs> from, from the States. Well, there's plenty of those. There too. are plenty from Derby. Um, and there's another lawsuit, and maybe you could touch on that one.
1: Uh, no, there's a happy hour story. I'm doing that one. Oh, go ahead, okay. you do lawsuits.
0: And uh, great, I'll, I'll handle the legal <laughs> issues. Um Uh, So a a family uh, has filed a claim um, seeking over $15,000 in damages that a monorail window shattered and cut their five-year-old's face. Um, Back in June, apparently the monorail stalled for like 20 minutes. The window was opened for some ventilation, and when the window was opened under the authorization of a cast member, uh, apparently the glass shattered and, and cut a girl requiring stitches. Disney claims negligence uh, for failing to maintain and inspect the monorail window which resulted in pain suffering disability and disfigurement in the,
1: in the <laughs> they guest. Just, they want money and tickets to Disney World for right. the rest of their life.
0: Now um, we all know that the monorail of late has has had its its issues between you know stalling and doors opening and doors falling off. Yeah, I think
1: in this particular case I think it was one of the it was holding yeah, into were a hold, hold for thunderstorms. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, but the the article said that it had stalled, which I don't know that that is a correct statement. Yeah. But, you know, those monorails get hot. Yeah. Uh, much, much like the uh, uh, gondolas will get hot <laughs> when there's thunder or lightning and they all have to stop. But uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Did
1: you see the video of the evacuations yes, plans yes, they, for they, the they, uh, gondolas?
0: They, they uh, have... Have tested. Nice to know that they have evacuation plans. You never want them to actually use them.
1: I don't know. It looks you. like I get to zip line for free if they evacuate me.
0: Okay, that might be a fun time. Yeah. Um, and speaking of fun times, why don't you take the last story? Oh
1: yes, Sangria Hour is coming to how do you say it? Holo? Jalo? Jalo? Jaleo? Jaleo? Is that how you say it? Jaleo. Um, in Disney Springs, starting on July 29th, Sangria Hour will occur seven days a week at Haleo's Matador Bar and will feature drinks, drink and tapas specials. That's
0: Matador. <laughs> Thank you,
1: Tony. Um, the Sangria Hour beverage spe- specials are six dollars. They have draft beer, draft wine, um, and a couple of kind uh, in a sangria, and then they've got different um, tapas to choose from that are all specially priced. Um, from like four to $6. Some are half servings. Um, gazpacho. Um, what else do they have on here? I can't say any of them. Some paella. Um, so anyway, there's a whole bunch of different things on there. Definitely worth stopping at. Um, I've heard the food there is great. I haven't, we haven't dined there. It's pretty new, but, um, I've actually heard great things about the food. So worth stopping by there. And lastly, um... In Disneyland, they're, um, they've got the monorails on a daily closure from 11 to 6. Did you see that? I did. So disappointing for people who are there. you got to try to like squeeze it in. No one's really sure what the reason for it is, but um, those reduced hours are posted and, uh, yeah, plan around it.
0: All right. And that's uh, that's all we have for news today. Hope you enjoy your commute and get to work safely and on time. <laughs> so until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye.